Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, June 1st. This is Ariel Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The Air Force has wound up its drill for a long-range strike. Some 100 aircraft, including fighter jets, transport planes, and refueling tankers, flew from Air Force bases across the country towards Cyprus, where the IDF is currently conducting joint maneuvers with the military there. In the past year, on the instructions of the political security brass, the Israel has been revving up its preparedness for a strike on Iran, which is rushing to build nuclear weapons. The defense establishment has also recently concluded deals to procure new refueling tankers and advanced weapons. A laser-based air defense system that Israel hopes to deploy from next year to neutralize enemy rockets and drones will cost just $2 per interception, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said today. Israel currently depends on shoot-down systems that launch interceptor missiles, costing between tens of thousands and millions of dollars to track such projectiles. But the Iron Beam system, a prototype of which was unveiled last year, uses lasers to superheat and disable aerial threats. Bennett predicted it would enter service by early 2023. An attempted stabbing attempt between Gush Etzion and Hebron this morning, an Arab woman armed with a knife assaulted a soldier guarding Highway 60 near the El Arub refugee camp. Soldiers opened fire at the attacker, mortally wounding her. The woman was identified as a 31-year-old Palestinian who had served time in a prison for security offenses. There were no Israeli casualties. The coalition woes. The flag bill, a law proposed by the opposition, is expected to be brought for a preliminary vote to the Knesset with the support of right-wing members of the coalition. This has sparked deep anger among some left-wing members of the coalition in Meretz and Ram. Well, in the wake of constant crises in the coalition, Prime Minister Bennett is to convene today in his office the heads of his coalition partners. On the agenda is the Judea and Samaria law which extends emergency regulations that apply Israeli law to citizens who live over the Green Line. Coalition Whip Knesset member Boaz Toporovsky told Khan that the bill would be approved as a planned next Monday. He reckoned that all members of the coalition would support the bill. As right-wing parties have declared that they will not support any upcoming coalition legislation, reaffirming their commitment to topple the ailing government. Zahi Breverman, the chief of staff for the head of the opposition, Benjamin Netanyahu, has filed a complaint with the police in wake of threats on Twitter to murder the former prime minister. The complaint said that the threat is the latest in a long slew of threats to kill Netanyahu and his family members and that most were not dealt with, nor were those who were behind them ever dealt with. The Gay Pride Parade is scheduled to be held in Jerusalem tomorrow. Ahead of this, a number of Knesset members and members of the gay community received anonymous threats on their Facebook pages warning, we won't allow you to march in the holy city. The fate of Shira Banki awaits you. Shira Banki was the young woman who was murdered by an ultra-Orthodox Jewish man during a gay pride parade seven years ago. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken spoke today with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas regarding the importance of Israelis and Palestinians working to maintain calm and de-escalate tensions. According to a statement issued by the State Department, Blinken emphasized the importance of the U.S.-Palestinian relationship and the administration's support for a negotiated two-state solution. It added that Secretary Blinken underscored the importance of concluding the investigations into the death of the Palestinian-American 
Journalist Shireen Abu Akleh, who was killed during clashes between Israeli troops and Palestinian gunmen in Jenin last month. After being shut for nearly two years due to the coronavirus, Terminal 1 at Ben Gurion Airport has reopened for international flights. This includes the duty-free shops, the banks, and restaurants. The terminal is mainly used by low-cost airlines. Taking a look at the weather, it will be slightly cooler. Tomorrow the same, maximum temperatures in the main regions. Jerusalem 27, Tel Aviv 25, Haifa 23, Beersheba 31, and the Nilat going up to 37 degrees centigrade this afternoon. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. <laughs>